I don't, did you, I don't know, like, did, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> about things uh, he's a married man you can tell <laughs> everything gets everything together. used yeah. immediately <laughs> it's exactly how it works so I found, uh some pride wear Woo! oh nice love there it, it is. Lo i love it yeah yes. you know i figured uh we got what two two more shows to make it through pride month mm -hmm. and i think i've worn every piece of pride clothing we have, I have now. so good for I you have, i might have to rainbow tie-dye something between now and next show <laughs> yes. oh, i bet you know how to do that too i don't, oh. I don't. I don't. you seem like you did when you did that <laughs> I, I, well i know that has something to do with it but i uh i'm not crafty <laughs> neither am i seen it done before and that's half of it so yeah i watched a youtube video no I've actually um, never really seen, I, you know what? I took an art class in high school and I learned how to batik and that was just, that was close. <laughs> well, I know Tyler has a, something prideful for us today, right? I know, yes. Tyler, I feel bad. I'm not drinking booze. Yeah, I was about to ask, what are you drinking? This is uh, it's, um, Schweppes Sparkling Lemonade. Oh. Yeah, and I, I I'm even worse. I took I, I had to take antibiotics because I'm I'm getting an ear infection. Yeah, oh, okay. Me too. Yeah. Really? That's why I have the coke today. Oh my god, we're um, like I'm as an they antibiotics here, <laughs> We're in the wars. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, now I feel bad about about my my George Strait tequila over no, here. No, that's Ooh. fine. Okay. You know, I, I'm happy as long as someone's <sighs> indulging. <laughs> yes. Straight makes a has a tequila with his name on it. Wow. Uh, yes, he has one with his name on it. Uh, this this is not that one. I wanted to try the company out. It's called Codigo. Mm -hmm. Um, and he wrote a song about it and all of that. But he actually now has his own uh, labeled añejo by them. So I want to start with oh. reposado, and it is an amazing reposado, like perfect balance of like peppery and light caramel notes, but not sweet. Um, love it. And I usually don't wow. drink tequila, so I gotta say I'm kind of like sick of the sweet stuff. Yeah, you know, like the flavored things. The mm -hmm. except for the Shanky's, the Shanky's whip. Like I think I'll always like that because I am like a vanilla freak, so mm -hmm. I will put vanilla in anything. And so that, like, I'm okay with. But like the caramel ones and the um, the mocha and the all that. Like I, I'm kind of like past sweet right now. It might yeah. just be a phase. I'm not saying it's forever. It might just be a phase, but <laughs> I'm not I'm not digging this sweet right now. So I still drink rumble mints. So, you know, some phases never end and it's okay. Right. right. <laughs> I know if I get my hands on that shit, man, I'd be down. I, I could be drinking it right now. 
Like then I would totally be drinking. I'm just trying to like be careful of my my sugar intake when I have an infection because I'm diabetic. Mm-hmm. Everything will get out of whack. So I'm, oh. I'm trying to be cool about it because I'm like right now my current addiction is maki balls, maki ice cream. Oh, oh, oh. my God, they're like oh. that sounds good. Ooh. Yeah. That whatever that that maki is, that goo on the outside of them or whatever oh, yeah. that is, it's like it's a little bit like jello. If mm-hmm. jello be a string, if you could string mm-hmm. jello, right? So we have um mango and passion fruit, we have chocolate hazelnut, and we have raspberry. And it's like it's just you can't. I, I I don't I hate having these kinds of addictions. <laughs> Thank God they're small. Me too. Oh man. I've had those moments. Yeah. Uh, there was a point sometime, there was a point in my life when I could not drive home without stopping and getting a McDonald's Sunday. And if I did do that, <laughs> I was going out later for it. So <laughs> that's funny. It used to be that way with Taco Bell on weekends. Couldn't Ooh. let a weekend go by, especially if I was out clubbing. Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah. like sitting in that 3 a.m. line, you know, waiting for a couple of chalupas. <laughs> oh, they are. They're one of the few places still open when I get out of work. And I, I have, <laughs> I have out made their entire business work off of their quesadillas. So <laughs> I'm keeping I'm keeping whatever, the, whatever the Taco Bell on Third Street is and keeping it alive. But Taco Bell's <laughs> doing uh, drag shows, uh, having drag shows in the, in uh, Las Vegas. That's the awesome. Las Vegas Taco Bells have like. Like oh. drag queens are there doing shows and I'm like every Taco Bell should do this <laughs> yeah they would be well, very much more popular than they already are you know yeah. I, I'm like let's send it to the stratosphere you know like let's just let's run it, put it out it, there right? fuck McDonald's yeah <laughs> I didn't know Taco Bell could be more popular or more desired late night but they did it yeah exactly <laughs> That's just it. It was like, what can we do to get to the next level? <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I'd be willing to go to Vegas just for that. You know, I would plan a trip around that. Yeah. Really, no, yeah. But that was, that's, that's worth being like the non-negotiable of the trip. I don't care if I don't see Caesar at Caesar's right. Palace. I don't I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of like all into Vegas right now because we just finished the second season of Hacks and. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, wasn't it great? so good i love that show do you watch it tyler i i have not but i've just gotten two rave reviews about it so i'm gonna have to add it to the list it's just so good it's so great man like the writing is so sharp it's just witty it's funny it's got heart it's Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. yeah it's and you can it's so binge worthy it's i'm not even joking it is absolutely binge worthy like it's i was nervous when i finished the first season because i didn't know there was no announcement about season two yeah season two came out and now i'm done with that and i just heard that there's going to be a season three so i'm like oh good good really yeah it's got jean smart i don't know if you like her she's before your time a bit but it's got it's like all generations because it's got the younger girl it's a it's a younger writer just like for a little synopsis a young writer gets assigned to write for an like an icon a vegas resident uh, comedian for like like 25 years or something she had the residency okay. and but now she's getting stale so they give her this young girl to write for her to help, help her with her act and then oh. it's just the dynamic between the two of them is so amazing it's just yeah. funny it's every character every character in the whole show is good mm-hmm. there's like, mm-hmm. like 
the boss's daughter at the talent agency, Kayla. <laughs> oh, oh my god, she's my she's my favorite. But yeah, definitely, yes, it's a definitely put it on your list. It's HBO Max. Do you have that? Uh, I'm sure one of the two of us do. I'm still trying to figure out who has what these days, but I'm sure one of us has. We just got Paramount Plus uh, streaming service over here, so I'm like, thank God, because I I watched 1883 when I was home, and then when I got back, I found Yellowstone, so I just Mm -hmm. on the first two seasons of Yellowstone, and I'm like, where's season three? Where's season three? Couldn't find it, and then all of a sudden, I see this announcement that Paramount Plus is now available in the UK. And Ooh. and I and everybody came for the launch of it, like Michelle Pfeiffer, Sylvester Stallone, Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, everyone really? for the launch of it, Kevin Costner, everyone, yeah. And so I'm looking at all this on Twitter and I'm like, well, it's gotta be on my TV then, it's gotta be available. And sure enough, I found it for $6.99 a month. <laughs> I'm doing it and it's got the third season of Yellowstone, so. By the time I finish that, maybe it'll have the fourth and I'll be caught up. <laughs> I hate being seasons behind what you guys have because right. social media is based in like US. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I see all the spoilers and all the clips and everything. Right. And I don't have it. So yeah, <laughs> it's painful. Well, <laughs> I was telling uh, Tyler, I was telling Denise about the distillery you were telling me about yes. these. So uh, could you, yeah, could you explain? Because I, I don't, when we were I'm talking about the phone, yeah. And when I was talking with you, Tyler, the phone kept cutting in and out. Yeah. So I, that's why if I asked you a question and it was something you already told me, yeah. I probably didn't hear it. So fill us in on this yeah. amazing distillery. Yeah. So, so I was looking for doing a cocktail for uh, Pride Month. And um, just with the bar scene, there's a lot of you know, interest in everything. And our distributors try to help out and you know, provide products and everything. But this one was provided. It's called St. Luna. And it is a it is a very um, refined moonshine. It truly it's a, it's an oh. unaged whiskey, um, charcoal filtered but unaged. Um, and it's one of only a a, a really small kind of handful of um, LGBTQ plus uh, owned distilleries in the in the world. Yeah. Uh, and wow. Yeah, and the the head distiller is a personal friend of one of my distributors, so he's sold us this product. I've used St. Luna in multiple cocktails, not knowing the backstory. It's just a really cool, uh, they use rye and molasses when they make it. So, uh, yeah. So it's got (laughs) these really cool notes. If you want to use it with something a little more acid forward, you get a little bit more of kind of those like sweet notes out of it from the molasses. And if you want to make kind of a more complex cocktail, you get the sweet notes. But if you do something a little more stirred and up, you get those rye spice out of it. So it's really cool, really unique product um, and very, very interesting. Also the time you know, coming up on June, it was fun to have that and kind of yeah. figure out what I wanted to do with it. Uh, and then uh, his business partner, uh, who does a lot of their cocktail side, is is a trans woman as well. So they've got a really cool dynamic there. Their website's really cool. Their products are really cool. And while I was doing some research on them, I went to their cocktail sections, and they know how to make cocktails. Oh, <laughs> that's great! Your seal of approval. Yes. That's so yeah. well, I didn't. I didn't even take any any major liberties. I just took one of their cocktails off of their website. Um, oh. that they call the Moonlight Revival, Revival, just to kind of showcase like their, like their moonshine with a couple kind of interesting, oh, recognized ingredients. Right. And when I was reading through that one and wanted to taste it, it's amazingly balanced, uh, really, really fun, a little bit of herbaceousness, uh, not too sweet or anything, which you get sometimes on those. Um, the, the distiller's website sometimes go a little sweet for it. This is a very nice balanced cocktail that's 
doesn't need any any major changes. So uh, I threw a couple things at the board, wanted to be creative and said, you know what, they've done a great job, made a great product and have a great story. I'm just going to run run their Moonri Moonlight right. Revival. I like it. Wow. Moonlight Revival. Yeah. It's Saint, you know, and again, Saint Luna. Yeah. I like Saint it. Saint Luna. I like the name. I like the bottle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. That would be exactly. a great name for a song, Moonlight it, Revival. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so anyway, again, it doesn't smell like moonshine or like white I was lightning. Just gonna or say, like we that. shouldn't be yeah. put off by the by the label of moonshine. No, and I and I love it's that they like went with the name moonshine out of a mason jar. Yeah, not at all. Okay, um, they they took a product that's very American, very to the roots. Um, the owner has roots in Tennessee. Um, they distill in North Carolina, but tying back into a really big American tradition that gets overlooked and, and underplayed and really trying to refine right. it and, and go go from there. And they've made a perfect product, um, really highlighting what they're trying to do. Okay. So this is gonna start just an ounce of the St. Luna. On their website, they called for uh, Lillet Rosé, which is another, um, I'm gonna use Koki Rosé, which is their quinated um, aromatized wines. So quinine is the Perfect. ingredient that goes into tonics yes. to make them kind of bitter and tangy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I this is going to be- a thing. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of a, a tangy um, vermouth almost. It's not quite a vermouth, but it's still aromatized and infused wine. We're going to go one ounce. One to one. The, okay. For me, Koki Rosa. And then they called for um, Combier, which is going to be a brandy-based orange liqueur. Nice. Um, and I hadn't worked with you it don't before. Have can you do like a Grand Marnier or something? Yeah, you can use a Grand Marnier. You could probably use a Cointreau if you were really in a pinch. Um, you could, you probably want to add a little bit um, less citrus, uh, but you could use a triple sec or something like that. But okay. um, I had never worked with the, with the Combier, so I wanted to give it a shot. And it's <laughs> very nice, very round. Again, thinking like a kind of a Grand Marnier, uh, Cointreau type field. Um, I think this is a little a little more mellow, kind of cuts nicely and marries a little better. It doesn't quite get those like really sharp high notes that you sometimes get. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And it doesn't quite have some of those glycerin effects that you get in some of those products. Oh, good. So I was very pleased. I'm going to go an ounce okay. of that. So, so far I'm at an ounce of St. Luna, an ounce of Koki Rosa, and an ounce of the uh, Combier. Then to balance all that, just a half ounce of lemon juice. Um, oh. I found this very fascinating to do a, a three, three part equal parts cocktail and then add the, the lemon to balance citrus. Um, part of the reason why I thought it was very interesting when I made it, it works very, very nicely. <laughs> so All right. from there, um, you've now added citrus. So normally I would have stirred something with this build, but we're gonna shake it now, get it all nice and married. Then these are the new shaker tins that I got for my birthday. So I'm still figuring oh, them out, but they're fantastic. Those are, those are, look like the ones that we used to have at the bar that yeah. I could never get apart. So they, they need to get worn in a little bit when they're brand new and they haven't kind mm -hmm. of been, been deformed. They do seal really, really nicely, almost too nice sometimes. Yeah, there was um, a trick to it, like tapping it in a certain place on the bar or whatever. And it, I never could get it. I never, no, I would it's, have to have. I remember yes. having pool wars trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is it is one of the most frustrating skills because you either get it 
and you're lucky. And once yeah. you get it, you figure it out or you don't. And you're three years as a bartender still trying to figure out how to, <laughs> it how has to get something to do bar. with like that, that seal, like, it, you know, yeah. to, to knock just a little zip of air, like to get a <laughs> seal and I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Exactly. You don't want to be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my right. Right. <laughs> so then, uh, for, from from their website, they wanted to do a rosewater infused absinthe spritz. Um, yeah. I, yeah, my spritzer is currently out of commission. And I did not have time to order a new one. Uh, so what they what the recipe is is it's one um, teaspoon of rose water into five ounces of uh, absinthe. Instead wow. of that sounds good. Wait, yeah. isn't it minty? Is absinthe minty? Absinthe is a, a anise, so a little bit reminiscent of oh, okay. but, yeah. But again, when you do spritzes and things like that, you're just getting that aroma and, you know, you're using it more as a bitter than as um, just liqueur. But uh, through my through my uh, perusings, there, there's been this thing called the Ohen cocktail. It's very mm -hmm. popular in um, New Orleans. For a while, it was just as popular as your Sazerac um, oh, wow. and your yeah. Bucure. So it was very, very popular in the early 1900s. And Ohen is an anisette from Spain. That okay. for some reason took off in New Orleans. There's not really a good connection. Like the story isn't even <laughs> there. It's just really it became this really high end product. Who's who like to drink? So everyone drank. Like um, it should be from France, not Spain. Yeah, New Orleans, and right? It just, <laughs> and it just ties in. But they they liked it, and so I have my little mixture here based okay. on those same proportions. And since I don't have my spritzer, I'm just going to rinse the glass in it like you would, you know. If you're going to do a martini or a sazerac, right, right, right. Rinse, still get those aromatics and everything. Fancy. Ooh. Then with all of my new bar tools. Wow. Oh. Nice. Look Going at that. No more improvising at home. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the full kit right. now. And if you look at it, it's got this oh, amazing really color. Nice. Like that is really, really pretty color. It's, it wow. is too light to really call pink. And I think that's awesome. Like it's, it's like mm -hmm. it's blushy. Yeah, it's just yeah. blush is the perfect word. Yeah, like a coral yes. blush. Mm. That's nice. And that I feel like that, I want to smell it. Oh, with the rose water in there. <laughs> you scratch oh, it. I bet. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> I get bet. rose water, just a hint of that kind of star anise, like licorice nose. Um, it's just like floral and bright and Oh my god. That sounds that so, so good. good. Yeah. Oh, and it drinks amazing. You get a lot of um a lot of the sweet notes out of that. Like it kind of cuts the rye down. You've added some citrus, you've thrown in the Coqui Rosa to balance that out. It is just fantastic. Oh wow. Can we get that um that liquor, that moonshine oh. here? Or is it only in uh, in Memphis? Is so it it's local? distilled and produced out of North Carolina. So I am pretty oh. sure you should be able to get it, baby. Um, oh, I have no idea if they're cool. exporting to the UK. So yeah, that, just have to come back again. lesson. <laughs> always the last but, over here. Always the last. But, you know, we have a lot of, like, queer brewing companies. Mm. You know, and what I like about that is, like, they'll, that ships right to your door. You know, and you can mix and match like different brews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make, you know, like make your own six pack or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there is uh, one that I follow. And they, you know, like I bought the merchandise and everything. I have the like all beer is gay beer hat. And you yeah. Know, yeah. So they're um, queer brewing and I, and I, I do like them, but it is hard to find those 
super trendy. You're like, I'm sure mm -hmm. boy, I could walk into the American bar and ask for, yeah. you know, a drink like on that scale, but mm -hmm. you're going to find that in a pub. You're mm -hmm. just never going to find that in a, in a high street pub or, you know, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's the hard thing. And I just don't, and that's, I'm fortunate that one of my distributors is personal friends with, with yeah. the distiller because oh, it's in yeah. every bar, it's in every bar in Memphis just about, but that's because we have a, a very good champion for them. Oh, um, great. And, and wow. more than happy to have it. Like I said, I've been using it for over a year and had no idea the backstory. It's just an awesome product. Do they so. do anything else or is that just their signature? To, to my knowledge, this is what they're sticking with right now. They're relatively new. Um, so they're just really getting this brand out there. Um, and again, like I said, their cocktail program, I went through, they've got about 15 cocktails posted on their website at St. Luna and they know what they're doing. And it's cool to read, to read some, some distiller cocktails that, that read like a cocktail. So that's really, that's, that's, I like, I like hearing that, you know, that not only are they making like a quality product, but they know what they're doing with their cocktails. Right. You know, Absolutely. all kind of, you know it makes you a little bit more confident with, mm -hmm. with obviously if you're using them in your bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's, I really, really like that bottle and the color of that. that mm -hmm. looks so good. Maybe we could get them on the show. Maybe we could we, get, if you know, oh, people. Yeah. Be great. I will absolutely connect with Colby and see if, see if anybody would be interested because I'd love to, I'd love for, for them to, show what they do and, and just talk about the product and how they got there. It's a really fun story of how they ended up with the yeah. story. So this it is the month for it. This is the this month. Is. For it. <laughs> yeah, we still have two more, two more shows. Yeah. yeah well, if we can get them for next week, that would be amazing. Well, I will certainly reach out to Colby right after this is done and see if we can link up. That Thank you. So awesome. I'm, I can't wait to like start following them on all their socials. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. Like that's, Me too. I love that kind of thing. Great. I can't so wait to find them on Instagram. <laughs> we'll look mm -hmm. at their website. We'll stalk them a little bit. Yeah. Tag them. What you do. Tag them in a picture. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'll write I a song. Know. I'll write a song <laughs> called uh, Moonlight Re Revival. Yes, this is <laughs> we'll the them. We awesome. will get them some way. <laughs> Take another sip of that, Tyler, because that's what we're tagging them in. Mm -hmm. There we there go. We go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. That's funny. <laughs> we know how to market, man. <laughs> yes, we do. We try. We try. And stickers. I talked to Tyler about doing some stickers. Um, what was what was your idea for for the stickers exactly? Because again, the phone was cutting in and out. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Rainbow Remix logo is awesome. Mm. It's very brandable and recognizable. Thank I think you. if you just took your pre-show logo and just Put that onto onto the, just the white background with the little cutout of the square I mean, or the kind of cool ones. Yeah, we already got the design work done, and it's, that, that's it's all really we ever, cool. We never, you know, went above and beyond our little kitty logo, you know, and, and yeah, and right, the, right, the lesbian lounge, and that was just so notable, especially yeah. if you're at like a festival or someplace crowded or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you start seeing it and you're like super aware that's your logo <laughs> yeah right that's right. a great feeling so yeah i it definitely is. think we should get on some stickers yeah and i know like just because i you know as everybody does these days you know i see a lot of advertisement with them you just put a little qr code on it that links to, no. to the page and people oh. can just, 
right there. When I was in Nashville, a lot of breweries did that. They put up a sticker somewhere with their QR code and it took you straight to the oh. tour. <laughs> I, it's then, so funny. I did that just the other day. I was drinking some kind of Coke Zero. Like it was called Intergalactic Coke Zero. And oh, I'm like, that's interesting. I know. And then I look at it and I'm looking at the writing on it and it's all foreign. And I don't even know what kind of foreign, but it was foreign. So I'm like, what the hell is this? But I did the QR code thing. It's the first time I've ever, aside from COVID wise, it's the first time that I've ever used the QR code, mm-hmm. see what something was about, you know? And uh, sure enough, they're launching like all different kinds of Cokes all over Europe. Oh, cool. Zero one. And I loved it because it was definitely like, like a Coke product, but there was like this weird hint of candy. I want to say almost like, really like cotton candy, just a hint. Like when you were done (laughs) (laughs) at the very end, you know, and I was like, this is cool. And they only came in the little cans. It's a tiny little Yeah, so I got like really addicted. And so then I went to go buy like six more and they're sold out. (laughs) Yep, yep, I knew it, I knew it. Once you find something good, everybody else finds it. That's what happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So did you you say that you would, you want some for your bar, for for your pub? Yeah. We uh, we, get them made, we'll send uh, them to you. Thank you. Yeah, we've got a a little toolbox that we're starting to put um the stickers of everything that we're all kind of associated with and all of that on that's a great ah, idea. yeah it's, that's what i do it with the mats with the beer mats yeah 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 because we you know rotated uh yeah. beers and ales so often mm-hmm. uh, and yeah they would be on the on the pulley things but yeah. we would also have them in those little things with this the straws and the stirs and the yeah. and the, and we'd have those in there and you'd be surprised how many people just take those for home I bet. Do yeah. they let you put coasters out, Tyler? Like for other about. people, promotional coasters. Um, we have not done any promotional coasters. We tend to just do do black coasters. Okay. Um, just for, I think, because they're cheap and we can order them in bulk, and mm-hmm. no one's paying us to let us use their coasters yet. So, <laughs> if yeah, someone that's... if someone supplied you with some coasters, would they let you use them, like those little cardboard ones, or? That's one. That's one that I I believe so. We just have to see, make sure that you know anything that we that we throw out, we have to make sure that gets approval and all of that. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure if we had cool coasters, yeah. But I know a lot of places that would do that. So if you got coasters made, especially being you know tangential to drinking culture, I'm sure there are plenty <laughs> of bars that would uh, that would be happy to yeah. advertise. Yeah, yeah. So thinking that about those is they're not awful to ship. So like right, had him done right. at Last Prince in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and wanted to send him to him. Your box is literally like this big. Yep. Exactly. At all. Exactly. Crazy. And there, I, I had them done at Vista Print. I did women rock music coasters for the Arts Garage. Oh, when nice. We did that show, and I can have them directly shipped. I mean, the only reason I'm thinking the connection might be because you're our mixologist, and maybe yes. people would tune in to see you. Then you could yes. get. No, I think going, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely think I think I would have an outlet for them, even if it's not at my home bar. I do little yeah. and things like that that I would definitely throw them out at. Awesome. Yeah. And no pressure. I'm just thinking, you know. No, I like it. 
<laughs> we'll make him build the following. We could take That's a it. break. <laughs> I, yeah, you're I putting all the hard work in. Let me take some. I see a reality show for Tyler as the mixologist. <laughs> like, you know, they have the chefs. Well, they need yeah. one with, with that. <laughs> they should have. I remember they had like a cool traveling bartender kind of show on the travel channel i think it was they did yeah i think they did and it was weird that it wasn't on the food network (laughs) our food network is different from yours even though it's the food network but ours is yeah by like lafroy whiskey Ooh, and they show like all our popular chefs like with a glass of it having a drink oh like everything is sponsored (laughs) by lafroy or sometimes it's um uh Glenn Livett is that that's the other one? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's so funny because like that's never gonna happen in the States. No. <laughs> yeah. The most you'll see is like Guy Fieri's tequila or something. You know? Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of like him, but with a mixologist. I think it'd be great, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, definitely. I know, I know. Call, like lounges speakeasies and dives and still use the dive. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll sign up. If I just get to go find the coolest bars in, in the country for a living, I'm in. Right? <laughs> Honestly, that's totally an elevator pitch right there. Mm-hmm. That is a Netflix elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Guy Fieri, but me. Right. And how right. he goes and eats at all these places for free. And I mean, sorry, how he goes and reviews all these places. It's me with bars. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's my vision. Yes. That Do is it. the vision. <laughs> yes. All right. We need a producer to watch this. Rainbow Remix will be somehow like sending you out there to do this. And we'll you can go to all the different After bars. Each one, you stand outside and you Zoom call us. Yes. <laughs> give us like a tiny, tiny little review. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, not even that. We've got big production money. You I just so this is great. I'm doing it. Um, I just have two folks who, who need to be there with me. Part of the stick. It just works with it. Yeah. I'll take the European leg. She'll take the American leg. Yes. I love that. It'll be global. Awesome. We're already global. So yes, we already took over the world, folks. That's it. That's it. Oh, man, you got to love Zoom. <laughs> we should start our own. Ch- we should do that on this channel and just see if it takes off. When you get enough people watching it, then they want to put it on a show. Then you get yeah, your show. You know true. what, JD? I'm just going to book a trip to Florida. We'll go to like eight bars and do video reviews. Yeah. And then next time in London, we'll go to pubs and just do beer so reviews. So many good bars in Florida. Yeah. My God, yeah. Then I'll go with you when you go to... I'm dying yeah. to come to yeah. London. Yeah, well, I'll go to London and we'll just do pubs. We won't even have to do cocktails. We can just go to... <laughs> we can just try everybody's casket. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it boils down to. <laughs> and you know what? If we went in there telling them we were filming for a show, then you could like maybe go behind the bar and do a drink with their bartender. Like Ooh. I'm seeing that, right? And then that we'll go to all fun. these different places. Yeah, that, that would be so challenging. You would literally <laughs> be working with like uh, Woodford Reserve, uh, Jack Daniels, Jameson, you know, <laughs> the standard of whiskeys. But I was raised on those. I can do this. And the crappiest of mixers. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, right. Like, take a look at the bar. Take a look at the bar and be like, so I need to see your kitchen for a second. <laughs> right, right. That's exactly how that would go down. Honestly, I used to be like, really? That's how I got hooked on lemonade. Yeah. 
because they mix everything with lemonade. The first time somebody oh. ordered an amaretto. Oh. Lemonade, how was that? I gagged making it. Sounds <laughs> how, how'd it taste though? Don't know. Couldn't even that, handle. I couldn't even handle making that, it. That's interesting. I want to make amaretto lemon drops now. That's my. That's my. Ooh, we, we call it our trash palette. And uh, yeah, and Midori and a, like a little thing of Midori, Ooh. and I can't remember what the red stuff was. Some kind of red stuff, and it was called a cherry drop. Ironically. Huh. Oh, so, was it yeah, It was just weird, like the mixtures and all that. Like I said, it would be a challenge for you to make a, an, an insanely good cocktail at a pub. Uh, that I'm in. That would be the <laughs> challenge. challenge. There's the angle. Yeah. 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 Ah, I got to get on this. My wheels <laughs> are turning. Right. <laughs> the dreamer. I'm He's the like, dreamer. I know. He reminds <laughs> me of like, did you ever see that movie Night Shift a long time ago with uh, Michael Keaton? And every time he would get nice, yeah. he would yeah. sit into his little recorder like call Starkist. Yeah, mayonnaise, call Starkist. <laughs> yes. Like JD. JD's gonna be like call live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, JD, I note. I just joined a band recently. We're playing our first right. show on Friday. Oh, yeah. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, I joined a band. We're called Move Through. Um, it's very fun. We've got um, half of our band is sober. And a lot of our, our content is about making it through hard times and coming out ahead and still enjoying everything that you that you enjoyed about life without needing to kind of like suffer while doing so. And uh, we're playing our first show on Friday, but we're working on booking a tour and I have some connects down in the Florida area to kind of book some small venues. So when, nice. when not if, but when I play some shows in South Florida, we should find a couple bars and just run a pilot of our little of our little cocktail review. Let's totally do that. We can, we can definitely that. do Mai Kai. We can at least do the Mai Kai in Fort Lauderdale, which is like oh, yeah. one of the original yeah, TV That's bars. legendary. Yes. And you know, they're, re they're remodeling it. You probably oh. know that. Know that? Ooh, I didn't they're know that. It. Yeah, it's going through a total yeah, I renovation. I am, I'm just happy to know they're still yeah. open, let alone improving. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, they hung in there. Yeah, yeah. they hung in there. Ooh. There's a so lot of those. Like, do you remember like not... I don't want to call them like dive bars, but like shooters and dirty Nellies and yeah. bootleggers and all those mm -hmm. places that were down on the intercoastal yesterday's. Um, yeah. I mean, I, those are still, they might have a different name, but they're still there. They're still on the intercoastal mm -hmm. and they still kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think those are literally called beach bars because like, yeah, they're like hole in the wall yeah. dive bars, but they're there and they're stuck and you're not going to get rid of them. Because right, that's right, there right. for a reason and they there do that. Always reason. be popcorn shrimp on the menu. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So where oh, are you God. touring? It's fun. Uh, well, we're we're gonna make sure we don't we don't kill each other at our first show. But after this, uh, we'll probably do a small Tennessee tour because we've got easy connects there. But then I know a few people on the East Coast that um, I would reach out to and just see who's who's still planning and dates. So we'd oh, like to God. we'd like to move do an East Coast stint, maybe through like late fall, if we could. Nice. And then yeah, are you do a, like like bars or what kind of places are you playing? Because maybe I could make some connections for you down here if I know someone. I'll, you know, I'll okay. have my people, me, reach out to your people, you. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> I I am my people. I have a you couple know. of people now. Actually, I do have two people now, but I Ooh. was my. All right, then I'll find a friend who will act as my person and they'll contact your people. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back and watch. <laughs> it is. 
Listen, this has been amazing. That is all such good news. And um, I feel like you guys have more to talk about offline. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> between booking next week's guest and booking a tour. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go enjoy the last of the daylight <laughs> and let you guys get to business. All right. Reality show. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us during Pride Month. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. I just want to say uh, a week from today uh, at Kubar in London is the big Pride kickoff. And and then there's all sorts of events going on, I believe, all over South Florida this week into next week. So go do them, find them, look them up, go support. I will let you know. Okay. <laughs> Tyler's back on every third week, by the way. We talked yes. about that. Okay. My schedule is finally stabilized. Yes. Again, so I am back in. Okay, you guys. Well, a happy time. Yes. <laughs>